Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hello and welcome to a morning after edition of the Warriors uh, Plus Minus Warriors All 82 podcast. Um, Tim Kawakami, that was a uh, that was a beatdown. What, what final score? Do you do you remember it off the top of your head? It was one twenty seven ninety seven. Big thirty point loss. Game three. I, I don't th- like. It. I got this. I got the stat. Worst playoff loss for the Warriors since. Memphis game five last year, so it wasn't too <laughs> yeah. too long ago they 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 lost worse, but it was bad. It was bad. It, it was a little funky rhythm. Felt a little bit like game one, but worse than game one. If it could be, if it's on the road, just kind of we're in it. They were winning it. Felt this is the Warriors. This is where they're really going to show. They've figured this out. Second quarter, and then it just all went to, got blown to, into pieces. Some scattered play. Some fouling, you know, as Kerr pointed out in the last few minutes, they got three technical fouls and a flagrant foul. Uh, just kind of lost composure. I mean, won, won their game. Uh, won, they weren't, wasn't their style, wasn't the, their fit. But you got to be better than that. You got to rechange the game and put it back your way. And they just didn't have it in them to be physical enough, aggressive enough, whatever, you know, all the things that they always talk about after a loss. And that was we can talk about that too. Is they're kind of referring to previous times when they've said the exact same things, and it wasn't like you know declarations. Like, yeah, we know we've said these things in the past, and we'll see if we can do it again and turn this around. Uh, a little bit of uh, it's kind of like they're editing themselves, or like you know they're commenting on their past comments. Uh, it was kind of interesting with this one. Marcus Thompson is here, but yeah. I know. It's funny that wasn't like the first time this season. So many times after bad road games this season, Steph would be like, "Yeah, no, look, I'm you know sitting here answering the same questions. I don't really know what to say." But I don't know. I mean, I, and Tim, you kind of wrote about it, but this is this is a little bit who they are. You know, it's yeah, it, this season. It's why it's been reasonable to doubt them at every stage this season. So no question. And yeah, and you know what? And we have to go back to Game Seven and say. They're capable of great things. They're capable of, you know, they were very good in game Steph two is, of the series. Yeah. 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 Then we'll see what, yeah, we'll see about everybody else. The supporting cast, I think I'll write about that today. Uh, didn't really want to get too much into it last night, but, you know, we, we know who we're talking about. Uh, wasn't there. They need this. They're gr- the three top guys are really good, but they're going to not be great every game you know and this was none of Steph Draymond and Clay for various reasons were not great in this game and 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 to bad you know verging towards bad for Clay and Draymond and you need something else sometimes you do need something else and I don't you know as they get into the mid-30s they're not going to be able to do it every game like sometimes they used to be able to and even if they're playing pretty good sometimes against a good team on the road they're going to need their supporting players, and they did not, they were not there, and I, I didn't show up, whatever, that's the f- cliche, but 
You know, there's Jordan Pools and Kavon Looney was really bad. Worst game of the playoffs for Kavon Looney. Uh, and various others just were not. Wiggins was okay, not great. They're not going to win games. They're going to get blown out of games when this happens, and you just can't get blown out. I just was thinking, how many times can you get blown out like this and keep going in the playoffs? They're running up to count. I'll put it that way. Marcus Thompson, uh, initial thoughts on a bloodbath in L.A. last night? Oh, man. That was uh, – did y'all see how fine Kim Kardashian was? Wow. <laughs> and who was, who was her friend? Her friend was there, too. I didn't know who her friend was. I'm sorry. I missed all of her. She was in a media room, Slater. So was Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Denzel was in there earlier this year during a regular season game at halftime. Like, you know, when everybody's in there getting tea, just like Denzel's in the media room, like holding court with people. So to me, uh, I think this series all comes down to three-point shooting. The Warriors, they just, they didn't make threes. When they were making threes, they were rolling. But they get, they just get out of sorts uh, in this place, especially in this place. They, they just don't shoot well. Steph doesn't shoot well. Clay doesn't shoot well. And they really need to shoot well. And and without them shooting well, it, they were relying on Jordan Poole to shoot well, Dante DiVincenzo to shoot well, Jermichael Green to shoot well. And nobody was. They, they just can't. They don't have a chance in this series if they get outshot from three by the Lakers. And that's what happened. Lakers made almost 50% of their threes. And the Warriors made less than 30. And that's basically the series. Uh the difficulty is, like, they're obviously trying to take keep Steph off the three-point line. He was four for ten, uh, he, you know, which is, you know, which is good for him, especially there. But they just need a higher volume. And we it felt like Clay was about to go off, but then he just fell off a He clip. had three in the first quarter. He disappeared. Three for five. Yeah, right? he was three for five, and that was it. Yeah. That was it for Clay for the night. He had 11. Uh, they just – they simply have to make shots and – I wonder, you know, it's the first one in L.A., right? L.A. is always a problem for them. I wonder, you know, game four is the game, or maybe it's game six if they get there, where at some point they just got to feel comfortable in L.A. But that felt like a game, like so many other games, where it's like you they know they're in L.A., they know the stars are out, and there's just an overall sense of jitteriness well, about let me, what Like, do we have theories on why? I mean, we've seen this team in, like, every difficult road arena you can imagine. The Oklahoma City one, Utah, Houston, um, Boston last, like, 10 months ago, whatever it was. Like, that was – I can't imagine a tougher place to win a road game than that. those Boston right. crowds last June. Like, how did you even – like, the crowd didn't seem too rowdy last night. Obviously, you're right. There's stars around. But, like, okay, you can't play in front of – you know, Adele. Like I've seen Adele. Like these Lakers games before. I, I don't know. Like what? If, like why if, do you think that? If I had to guess, I just think they're so emotionally invested in LA. Like it, it's it's such a showcase, right? And I remember like earlier Steph. It's like, yo, man, they're they're playing against Kobe. You know, too much in that building sometimes. You just know what Jordan Poole's going through in that building. You know how badly he wants to get out there. And you did for a second, but what were you he's saying about Poole? You? No. I was like, you know Jordan Poole wants so badly to go out there 
<laughs> and just and put on a show. I think that works against them there. They want they want it so badly, it works against them. And but you know, we've seen them kind of work through that and fight and get comfortable. You saw it in Sacramento, but by game what was it, five and then obviously game seven, they were they felt like, all right, we, we got this. We saw it in Memphis. Uh but but we just we don't see that with LA. That's the part we're having a hard time. So I'm wondering if they if they can figure it out in LA. Because uh, it's just so many games, they just never look like themselves. I wrote about this, but they remember, remember they were fifty-five and five. They came in here and lost to Jordan Clarkson and <laughs> Angelo Russell. Like they just had games here for some reason. Maybe it's D'Angelo Russell you mentioned. It's a common <laughs> threat. He was good, good last night. Though. He was good. He was very good. Uh, I also think, and I don't love this, is I, that arena is just big. The backdrop is different. Uh, I, I've covered a lot of games there, but I hadn't been there in a while. And to come there from Sacramento, which we know is a really tight, nice angle arena, and even Chase, which is pretty tight, um, to go to Staples, it just felt like you're in this big old stadium. And I don't think, you know, whatever the shooting, you know, it's fine for a lot of people, but I don't think Steph for sure, his numbers would tell you, and maybe Clay. You know, some of these three-pointers where you're just kind of flinging off a screen and throwing up there, and they just don't feel the same depth perception. They hate this line, right? They do not buy this. I know Steph does not buy this. But I felt it just sitting there myself. Uh, it's just, it's like a theater. It's not, a, I mean, it's not like a theater. It's where you're, everything's, like, everything's kind of, you're looking around, and you're looking at the people in the stands, and you're, you know, it just feels bigger, airier. I think that is some part of this. When you're a little off, then you come to Staples, Crypto, whatever, and you're even more off. It's just hard to get zeroed in there. It's like, you know, it's not like playing one of those football games, but it's, it's the closest thing the NBA's got. I, I felt it for sure there. I, I mean, just dramatically felt different. Yeah, you know, I mean, but they've won playoff series in Staples before. They beat the Clippers. They've had big games. Yeah, that's what is different with the Lakers, I think. There's something. It's, it's really and, and they weren't great. And they weren't they, great in that Clippers series, right? They had, that was at the round. No, they weren't. Yeah. Warriors in the first round go six games. So. And KD was good, 50 in, in Staples yep. Center, I remember, yep. to close yep. them out. Um, I, part of the reason I personally leaned a little bit Lakers entering the series was, you know, the size. Obviously Davis, but just like the physicality of the Lakers overall and, uh, you know, their playing style. And, uh, I mean, they want games played in the way that it was played last night. And, yes – like how disturbed and sloppy the Warriors were last night was somewhat self-inflicted, but a lot of it is like Davis was again, unlike game two, actually engaged defensively. They switched up the assignments to a smarter degree. Um, and I just, the Warriors just look unable to finish it on like unable to like, when I think they're in their heads, I don't think they're in their heads too much about like who's attending the game. I think it's about who, what shot blocker is on the court? I mean, they just Looney, particularly last night at times, right? He was doing his like two years ago, three years ago, like pump fake, catch the ball. Oh, I fumbled it. I don't know when I should go up. There's just a lot of that so far in the series in the two games that the Lakers have actually cared about defensively. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And we, got, we got to mention free throws here too. I mean, I was just looking up the totals for the for the series. We got Lakers eighty three, Warriors thirty nine. That's, that's it's really hard to, to, to make up for that. And that goes with aggression. That goes because the Warriors are a three-point shooting team and Lakers aren't so much. That goes. There's a lot of reasons for this. The Lakers are just bigger. 
But it's also, how many times? I mean, the worst. This is where they're lacking the tough twos takers. Like somebody's going to put their head down and just get to the rim. Uh, Steph will do it. He's at you know what was struggled in game one and game three in doing it. Uh, Wiggins can do it. Sometimes he can't. Poole can do it. Has not done it in this series. Like those are things that they don't, you know, that they haven't had for a while now, but definitely this season. And it is showing up specifically against this Laker team. I, I still was leaning Warriors in this series just because of what they've shown us. But this is the reason, yeah, you would lean Lakers. They're big. They make it so hard for the Warriors. They, they top block, and then they have Anthony Davis sitting there, and they can get to the free throw line when all things are, you know, struggling and they need something and the Warriors right now cannot get to the free throw line they can't figure out how to get there and they can't figure out how to stop hacking hey who who let him in free throws last night Anthony Davis right no no, no. who led the Warriors in free throws oh I don't even night? know uh Jonathan Kuminga there you go that's yeah we are there's something I might be writing about today I I don't think any of us thinks that Kurt is actually going to play Kuminga but that would be a very interesting element to drop in the middle of this thing I'll tell you what when he did come in he didn't look great no, no, he did not. He did not. He, did he not. just didn't but look that. I mean, he he looked like disengaged. I, I don't know. And, I just feel like they, like you know, who attacked the rim well, Gary Payton second. Like he was up there. He was like, there's something about their driving. Steph is driving. Clay is driving. They're drawing the other defender, and you got and you dump it off, and Looney is just not doing anything with that. And if Draymond's not doing anything with it, like, that's it. They need somebody to dump that thing off, and it's a bucket or a foul. Wiggins had that they one. Had that in game one. Wiggins had that one. I think it was a really important point in second, you know, second quarters last time the game mattered. And he missed it, right? That kind of flying yeah. lay-in that Steph set up. And then the Lakers pick it up and go the other way, and I think they got a three. And, you know, that seemed like symbolic of what was going on and, like, just – that's the guy who's got to finish for them, right? It has to finish for them. And he didn't just didn't quite finish, didn't quite get there. Maybe could have taken another dribble and just try to dunk it and get fouled. You know, they, MT, you talk about it all, all the time. Just, I don't care. I'm, if I'm getting fouled, I get fouled. But I'm going to drag this guy down with me and not seeing a lot of that. You know, the other thing is like, and I, I was kind of trying to say this going into the series, but there's a reason Steph felt he had to get in front of the team and like beg them before game seven, basically against Kings. I mean, it's, they haven't been in a good place. Like generally, I mean, the supporting cast looked rough for large stretches of that King series and honestly weren't that good in game seven. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I just, it feels like he's still searching. I mean, what look it's Michael Green starting game or is he getting a DNP? Like, who is starting in his place if it's not him? Is it Looney? Well, like, the Looney Draymond spacing problem is, still exists. Is it Poole? Okay. You, like, that's the small ball, you know, track meet. But Jordan Poole's had a horrible playoffs. It was not, really wasn't very, what did he finish last night? Like, 2 of 11 again? 0 4 from 3. He hasn't made a 3 in two games. Um, it's just the answer is like, maybe DiVincenzo. Okay. Well, you know, he was the spot starter for much of the end of the regular season. He's not playing well right now. So, you know, it might, the, be, it might be GP2. I could see Kerr pulling something like that. Yeah, you know, but then you know, he's going from, like, basically it's, out it's of the rotation. the same situation, yeah. though, right? Yeah. With the yeah, well, yeah, you hope he's hitting. You hope he's hitting from the corner. They have to stand, put somebody well, there. The, the Lakers won't, even if GP hits, you know, first possession of the game. They're, yeah. they're not respecting that three. 
I think it's got to be DiVincenzo. I think it's going to be DiVincenzo. Because he's, like, even if he's not, like, hitting his shot, which he didn't, uh, he's still at least getting into the paint. There's some, like, ball handling advantages that come from it. Like, they can move him. He can run the point. You can run some actions with him. I do think they really they really need people who can guard pick and roll, which is why GP makes a lot of sense, right? You you kind of take that away. Yeah, I mean, defense makes the most sense. If, if, you can, if you can count on somebody defending and making a shot, that, that's probably where I think they'd go. But I, I think, I mean, number one, like the big issue is Draymond can't get in foul trouble. I mean, that's just simply the bottom line. The the game she's been in foul trouble, and this even goes back to Sacramento, they're just not as good defensively for why, all the obvious reasons. Why did he keep trying to take charges last night? Yeah, I don't yeah, – And his – well, I was talking to him. He's saying he's not taking he, – he's like Anthony Davis – I mean, this is the Lakers Davis decided. We're just going to put our head down and drive and force the ref to make a call. He's saying he's trying to, like, get out of – like, I'm just conceding the ground. But he's getting the the the, the charge call. When you that fall was, that way, though, you're doing what they want. Like the the referee basically has to blow a whistle when you fall like that. And, and, and Draymond's defense, you just can't be you can't be calling that stuff, man. No call. Like it's a no call. That's. I mean, this is one of the great defensive players of our time. Like it's a no call. You can't just like every play they're gonna crash into each other. That's the part that I don't understand. Like just because there's a, a collision. Or some kind of contact don't mean they have to call it. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, if Anthony Davis just says, all right, I'm going to get the ball and I'm going to drive, and we're going to do this six times, and hopefully it's a charge sometimes, and hopefully it's not, like, the the refs just got to be like, look, dude, we're not just going to give you this every time. So, But Draymond does have to figure out a way to man the paint without – Getting in foul trouble, he just can't get in foul trouble. There's just no way they can hold up. Looney cannot guard Anthony Davis; just can't do it. There's something about the way he contests. Like Looney, he just doesn't see him. But Draymond just gets in the gets in the skin a little bit. So this is you. It's gonna be the same thing game for a watch. Davis is like, all right, I'm just gonna go make a move, go. And either Draymond, you're gonna be there or you're not. You're gonna get the charge or you're not. And see how see how it plays out. But if the in that scenario, it's gonna always play out for the offensive guy every time. That's what Draymond was so mad about. He's like, just let us play. Like I can, I'm a guard to do. But if every time there's contact, you call a whistle, we just won't get to play. <laughs> so I don't know what they do about that unless you just trap AD and take take out the one on one defense. You can front them, I guess, but they don't. The Warriors don't do that very much, and Draymond doesn't. You know, is Ram, is Davis going to have the energy to do that? How yeah, many, you know, that he didn't have the energy the in that game yeah, too. That is the other you know, thing. But you know, then it's a race, right? It's does he have the energy to do it four times before the Warriors have the energy to do it their thing four <laughs> times? You know, it's you know, it's just this every other thing. Well, that, that but you know, the argument like last night wasn't that like how many minutes did they have to play? I mean, two straight blowouts is very good for. Davis That's what I was tough. thinking. They should have. Steve Kerr shouldn't have waved the white flag. I know he's worried about his own guys' minutes, but I mean, he's really worried about Steph's minutes. Yep. And Steph looked fine. Like he didn't look. He didn't look bothered at all. He looked pretty angry. It was like, yo, if you keep this thing sixteen, seventeen, then 
they have to keep playing AD and LeBron. Like, run those minutes up. I thought that was odd, to, especially considering he was up 30 last game and didn't pull him. <laughs> so then he gets down 20 in the fourth quarter and pulls him with, like, nine minutes left. I was like, yo, well, you didn't pull it when you were up 30. I would have killed him Because there. he gets nervous with those his guys in there. That's <laughs> he wanted to rest Steph, and he didn't want to rest Steph, and then not, you know, what, what is he telling the other guy? He's like, oh, I need Steph to rest, but not you, Draymond, and, 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 and not you, Clay. So there's some little different, you know, angles to that one, but. I, I just think this is gonna this is gonna be a weird back you know every other series games every other game series and you know it's gonna be the first couple whistles if Scott Foster is calling it or Jack Zarvis calling it tomorrow night which I would expect and Davis gets a, a charge on the first time one of those close calls and the, the game might feel you know differently it's just the flow of this series it's gonna be one of them's gonna go Warriors way one of them's gonna go Lakers way one of them's gonna, it's and I don't I don't feel great about this i don't think this has been very good basketball it's but been kind these, of frustrating to watch just as a yeah. fan right yeah, like, as a fan yeah of it basketball. was basketball it was especially after yeah especially after the king series where every possession felt urgent even in, you know even some of the, the games weren't weren't coming down the buzzer but it just felt urgent and we weren't seeing like entire fourth quarters of garbage time you know that's just that feels wrong in a playoff series especially one as anticipated this, you got Steph and LeBron. How many times have they you know, gone into the fourth quarter and it meant anything? One time out of three. That's not feeling The fourth good. quarters have been, G, you know, G League, you know, preseason vibes. Like, nothing that's on the court right now matters. We can't take anything out. But I wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, this season – just definitely during the King series, when like the Warriors felt their back was against the wall, they went to their championship starting five. Uh, obviously, they did in Game Seven, not only to start, but I think they played twenty three minutes together in Game Seven, as we've talked about. Um, obviously, this is a different matchup that makes Looney and Draymond's pairing tougher. The other thing is like, come on, Looney really was sick on what was it Wednesday night. Um, he, I think he's been sapped a little bit that wasn't just hey bad matchup for Looney that's why he's struggling I just think he's not himself at least hasn't been himself the last two games so maybe that makes you hesitant to go back to it but what do you think about or do you believe like Steve Kerr with season on the line as it feels like again it might be in game four might go to the five he trusts the most and we know who that is I think well the band of Steph and Draymond asked for it uh I don't think they're going to in this series you never know. I didn't think they were going to want it in the Memphis series. It felt like it felt like this, and that's they specifically wanted Looney in there for the rebounding, for the physicality. I, I think you got to go small. I just think you have to. I think they will. Uh, you know, either pull DiVincenzo or, or GP two, but we'll see. I mean, if Steph what and about Moody? Want, want Looney in there, Looney's going to be in there. What Moody's Moody? an interesting. Option. Moody, yeah, I think Moody's more their kind of off the bench defender. He seems like the Hachimura uh, kind of matchup, maybe, but he doesn't. You know, I guess he spaces it, but not quite. Uh, I just think from what I, I just see, GP two get a steal a game. You know, just do that. If you do that in the first six minutes, you kind of mess around with LeBron a little bit. You kind of maybe say, D'Angelo, you're not going to score tonight. This is not your your game. We're putting GP two on you. I could see them doing something like that. I might be totally wrong, but that 
kind of feels like, you know, and I think Steph said it. I think Kerr kind of, you know, said this. Like, it wasn't the offense that was a problem. Well, turnovers were a problem. But defensively, they thought was the bigger issue. I thought it was offensively, but I understand what they're saying. Like, they can figure out the offense. They just don't turn it over. It'll be a lot better, make some shots. They weren't terribly feeling like they weren't out of sorts. They just, on defense, they just kind of let go of the rope a little bit. D'Angelo Russell buckets and, and all the fouls. Maybe you may, you just zoop up the defense, but not with a big guy, but with GP2. Again, I could be totally wrong, but yeah. I, I don't think they're going back to the big lineup. I, I don't feel that, at least uh, right now. One I of the problems- also because Looney hasn't been good. So it would be different if Looney was good. Uh, he, like, they just, they need one of them to be good. They, well, they'll get a sense uh, behind the scenes the next couple of days of like, hey, Looney's feeling better. You know, Looney's more himself or not. You know what I mean? Um, but those, uh, you were those fumbles. Those fumbles were just killer, yeah. just killer. You just and, and you're right, MT. Like he was thinking about AD. He's like, uh, what am I going to do with AD? Oh, the ball goes right through his hands. And right. Those kill the Warriors. Marcus, you were kind of getting to it right there, but like one of their problems is going small is like Jordan Poole is not the Jordan Poole from last year, last playoffs. I would say 80% of our comments right now, if you look in our comment section, is all just people quite critical of Jordan Poole for various reasons. Um, what is your guys' take on just like his him right now? And take take on who? I'm sorry, I lost you. Poole. <laughs> Jordan take Poole. Oh, uh, yeah. Nah, you know, I, it's – he's having a tough time with, like, he wants to shoot it so bad, but his shot is just off, off, like, off. But he's he's not taking his time. Like, it's all rushed, and he's rushed. I thought he made some good plays. Whenever he's driving and looking to dish, he's making good plays. I, I just don't think – I don't think Poole is an answer unless Steph and Clay are going. Like – and him in the situation where it's like, oh, these guys are not going. We got to turn to pool. Like they need to cause terror. He needs time. He needs he needs the wide open. He needs time or the right matchup. Like last game two, he saw Hachimura on him. He was going. Like I got this dude on me. He's going. Uh, like it's got to be very situational. This ain't the pool who can just go out and get thirty on anybody. Like that's that dude ain't there. His shot is just not there. It, it just hasn't no. been there. And he wants to shoot it so badly. You can tell. He's, like, looking for it. When, like, he could be what what the, the foul guy. He could be the grifter, right? He could be the guy that just go drive, jump into people. I mean, if he can make it there, if, you know, <laughs> if he doesn't, like, trip up or fall. I do think he gets fouled a lot and it doesn't get caught. I will say that. I think a lot of the driving, but he just doesn't have that kind of clout. And then it looks like discombobulated. It looks like he's already fallen anyway. They're not giving you that. But anybody needs to flip their head back. It's Jordan Poole. Like, he needs to, he needs to pick that up. But I, I don't know. I disagree with the commenters. I don't think – I don't think – if you're relying on Jordan Poole, you got bigger problems. I think it's got to be Clay. It's got to be Steph. And it's got to be Wiggins. Like, yes, they have to be great. They just I have think, to be great, period. You're right. But I think it's – Pools like pretty steady contributions in last year's playoffs, like kind of got underrated in like the retelling of it all. Obviously, he was unbelievable in the Denver series, right when he was starting. But even 
like game six in Boston, a series where they targeted him and were trying to play him off the court, essentially. I think he only plays like 20 minutes, but I think he scores like 17 points. He's part of that 21-0 run. Like every time they put him in, he was just like burst scoring. Obviously, the three-point shot was at a better place, really that whole final three months of that season. And that's a huge deal if you're 40% from three instead of like 31% from three. But I mean, like, but that was me, a different. I just think that was a different year, though. Like, he spent the whole year as that guy, right? I mean, they started eighteen and two, but but I also think like the reason it mattered so much is because you didn't have Clay, Clay, right? Like, like you needed Jordan Poole because Clay was just coming back. He wasn't shooting like you thought. Like, you didn't have Clay. Well, now you have Clay. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Now he's well, like. You have Clay. You you're can, almost making the argument to then limit Jordan Poole's minutes because right now you're. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's a lot. Yes. That's coming. Oh, it's, we already saw it in Game Seven, right? I mean, like he's not part of when they really, really got to go. It's usually not Jordan Poole. I will say, he, I thought he started the last night's game really good. Uh, when they were leading by double digits, he was a big part of that. He was. He made a shot or two. He made some good. Two nice, nice passes. passes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, he looked committed to me. Uh, but then it just didn't happen for him. I think, you know, what the fans are reacting to are the things I see. I've obviously commented a lot about it over the last few seasons. But he is making $123 million next, you know, starting next season. But he's, he's not. He's making three point nine. Yeah, I, I don't draw that <laughs> distinction. I do not draw I do. that distinction. If, yeah. you, if, you trade, if you trade Jordan Poole this offseason, did the Warriors pay him a bunch of money? You did not. You no, got this production saw, for a rookie contract. That's they, what they, you are, got. they are committed. And they probably to, will do that. Also, <laughs> they are committed. Yeah, again, that's what I was going to get to the point here is he is this huge contract. I'm just saying this is what the fans are responding to. And in some ways, it's what I do just because he has locked himself into this money in a way that no one of their young, their young players have. They have not committed that kind of money to any of their young players. And they traded the second overall pick. Uh, before even, you know, because they weren't going to pay him in the next seasons and two. This is, at some point, he's either that guy or he's not. And we're getting pretty well into his into his career here. And I think he's expected more. I mean, that's fair. He he wanted a bigger role this postseason. He felt he deserved it, and it has not happened. I think we're seeing kind of this, the push of that. We've all seen this, some of the sideline stuff. We all see him slump his shoulders. I think he's trying to play hard. He's trying to do it. But it's just that, you know, the, the gap between where he could and should be and where his contract says he's going to be and where he actually is, is just so huge. And everybody's kind of feeling that. Warriors can't worry about that now, right? I mean, Steve Kerr's got to play the best guys he can. And whether that's Jordan the next game or it's Kaminga or GP2 or whoever, he's got to do it. But I think the reaction is to this guy's not doing it. It's not doing it, and maybe he's not going to at that level. He's not. He's not going to be Steph for Clay. It's just that's not where he's going to be. It's going to be some other thing. And I've compared him to D'Angelo Russell before. I, I think there's that's a career comp there, where you know he's going gets paid, does some really interesting things, and also does some really not good things. And I think you know what's Russell in his like ninth season right now, something like that. Thanks for what's where. I'd say this. I think Pool had a playoffs last year that D'Angelo Russell cannot have. I don't know. I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think I think D'Angelo Russell could have that exact postseason. I really do. Okay. Uh, I, I I think Poole has a higher defensive ceiling personally, and I I think um, I think he could be better. I think we all know the preseason 
no question. That's all, part of, has that's, all, that's all part of this. From the start. All, all part I, 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 I feel like a lot of that is right. I just feel like it's like fourth or fifth on the list. And, and people talk about it like it's number one on the list. Clay was minus 23. Yeah, We've I seen agree. him minus 28, like 38. Like, Clay needs to play well. Steph needs to play well. Andrew Wiggins needs to be like Andrew Wiggins. Like, that's one, two, three. Draymond needs to not be in foul trouble. Four. <laughs> now you start talking about Jordan Poole, right? Like, well, it becomes Jordan like Poole or Jordan Poole or somebody a, else. Like it really is. Like if yeah, he or absolutely, or somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No question. No question. He didn't, he won, like yeah, well, he won great in the Kings series, and they won it. The so reason it two in a row on the road. The reason it looks so like necessary is when Clay's not playing well. Right, that's the reason. It's like, ah, well, Clay's not making shots, or Steph is struggling, you know, or Wiggins is, you know, whatever. When those three are playing well, you don't even, you barely notice Pool, <laughs> like, or his stuff becomes like the backbreaker, or how you punish the defense for having to pay so much attention to it. Like, that's to me is his role in this team right now. But like, I mean, you you've written it, TK. We've talked about it. Like, it's these dudes. It's them. Yep. They did, like, so, we, we thought it might be different. It might have been the foundational six or whatever, but it's Steph Clay, Draymond, Wiggins. There's your four. They've they got to do it. No question. And they know it. And I think last night was part of them kind of know it. It's like, it is us. And we've got to play better than this and may not be the others. And I think part of that Steph speech before game seven was, if it ain't you guys, don't get on the bus. I'm going to do this. I don't think you can keep doing that speech. It just becomes reality that it's Steph, Clay, and Draymond. It's those three guys. And Looney can throw them in there, can throw Wiggins in there. But throw Wiggins, this, I'll just, Wiggins in there. Yeah, I'll throw, I'll, 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 I'll throw a bone to, to the anti-pull thing. It's like he's not a foundational guy. This is why I've fought that from the beginning. As I, I, he's not. He's not one of those guys. He's, he's an added. He's a plus. He's, you know, he's, when things are going great, he's, he's going to add a 10-point lead, make a 20-point lead. But when you're down by 10, I'm not sure he's the guy who's going to make it a two-point lead. That's, who's, that's who's, who's got higher expectations? Wiggins making $33 million this year or Poole making $3.9 million? Well, it's no question. It's, uh, <laughs> people are tougher on Poole. Yeah, Wiggins is out there guarding LeBron James. Wiggins is out there guarding LeBron James. That's a that's a little difference, too. Yes. Well, in Jordan Poole's offensive role. Yeah, but so that's he why be, you get $33 million. Like. <laughs> his offensive role makes it so he can be more destructive. Like a, a bad pool night just can snowball a quarter. You know what I mean? Just whereas Wiggins, I don't know, a bad Wiggins night's like, ah, yeah, it's kind of quiet tonight. Like could use his rebounding more. Could use his, you know. No, like, I feel like he just can't get eleven shots in a game. Like if 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 it's not like like the tough twos you say, right? Like things are not going. Remember, they used to get Wiggins the ball in the spot, get him here, get him there. Like, if yep. anybody could take on AD, is Wiggins. Like, he he missed two months, though, and his jumper has not returned to, like, full Wiggins level, though. Like, he's taken a couple of those, like, pullback jumpers that are just, like, side rim and yep, stuff. Yep, like, yep. I just don't think that it's there. Like it he, was, he was two for four last night. He hit a couple threes. Like, he was the – he was – I thought he he should have been more aggressive last night. That's what, basically, he should he should have been more aggressive. I, I just feel like it's got to be those guys. Uh, that's, I mean, Steph well, MT, only took what, 14 shots, yeah. right? Like, MT, I was going to ask you, they put Austin Reeves on Steph. 
I get, you know, that's entirely the switch, right? It's to get the switch. So Steph isn't, you know, he's switching onto a better defender. Shouldn't Steph just take, start taking now you Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> I so, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's, and that's one of the reasons I feel like Wiggins needs to be a bigger part of offense. They're banking on the pick and roll screen trap. And they're saying, look, anybody not named Steph Curry beat us. That's what they're saying. Like, Anybody, if we're, we'll do whatever so Steph Curry doesn't beat us, and the rest of you guys got to make shots. And game two, they did. Clay was on fire, and they got blown out. And if that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. To me, especially with season on the line, it's like, all right, we're not doing this. Let everybody else beat us. Steph, no screen. Put Austin Reeves on an island. <laughs> right? Whoever's on him, put him on the island. Make him deal with all the, the dribbling and the ball handling and step backs and pump fakes and all that. To me, that's what they got to do. A one-on-one on the island. Uh, your Wiggins, Brian one-on-one. Make that dude work defensively. Uh, all the movement and motion. I mean, we, we've seen. Brian teams are ready for this. Brian has seen so much of this. <laughs> Can you imagine how much he's coached these guys up? Or, like, this is what they're going to do. This is how you do it. Uh, just ISO them dudes. That's what that's what I think they need to do is just straight ISO and force AD to come help out. But then you need a dunker spot, and I don't know who you're going to put there. Hey, Steph, pretend that Austin Reeves is Terrence Davis. Ain't that what go. he did in game seven? <laughs> I thought you were no, gonna... he was just like, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Terrence Davis. No, he got some screens. Yeah, he got some screens, but he also said, I am taking this guy. I thought you were going to get Matthew <laughs> Vadova. He was in the building yeah. in that case series. <laughs> I think Steph was going to do that against whoever was guarding him in Game 7, but it happened to be Terrence Davis, and Austin Reeves should not be able to hang with Steph. And you shouldn't draw Vanderbilt to you. Like They're literally drawing Vanderbilt to him by having Draymond set the screen. I get it. That's the pick and roll. But if that's what that's the, the Lakers' defense, I think it's, it is kind of say, hey, Steph, just go do it. Go do it for a quarter at least. Just go do it for a quarter. And that's how you either get a lead or maintain a lead. And they didn't really do it. And it just, the whole thing felt a little passive. And, you know, again, it's the up-down part about this. But it was bizarre to see that the Lakers succeed by putting Austin Reeves on Steph Curry. Like, that just wouldn't have been the move I thought was going to be a key to this whole thing. All right. Anything else you guys got from uh, game three or, or looking ahead? Let's to game who's, four? Our pick, who's our pick for that fifth starting spot then? Uh, I'm I'm thinking about going with GP two. What about you guys? Marks, I think I'm was going thinking. with Divincenzo. Yeah, oh, that's, right, that's right. That's right. How about you, Slater? Um, I'm gonna go off the. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a surprise choice and say they think Kevon Looney's looking a little bit better in the next couple of days, and just go, just go back to 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 old reliable. The 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 lineup that, despite its flaws remained the number one net rating lineup in basketball during the regular season to, uh, through the first round of the playoffs. It was the pl- best playoff lineup. If you go look at the playoffs last season, the best five-man group in the entire NBA playoffs last year was their normal, traditional five-man group. I know this is a bad matchup, but again, as Tim said earlier, it was kind of a bad matchup against Jaron Jackson, Steven Adams, and the Grizzlies. In game six, they went to it. Looney had 22 rebounds. They won the game. So, I just I don't I mean you could separate Looney and Draymond still plenty during the game, but start your starters, start your championship five. I mean, may, you know maybe that's a bad idea. Like they obviously every time get pulled away from it, even though the numbers say what they say. Um, but I'm gonna go with that one. 
We'll talk about this in a couple days. All right. Or tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. See y'all.